Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, I am Sue Funk, and I am here with the amazing and wonderful... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. What an intro. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I feel like sometimes when I edit, I'm like, people must think that I, like, don't like you because I talk over you so much. I think we both try really hard not to, like, to, like, not be that podcast that talks over each other. I try so hard, but then I, like, I had to watch the Zoom back because we recorded ourselves. And I was like... Oh, God, Sue, stop talking over her. You're so mean. Oh, I don't think you do. We're just two chatty, chatty New Yorkers. You can't help it. I just get so Jill Zarin. I'm just like, I want, why not me? Why not me being able to talk? I want to talk. I want to talk all the time. It's, you know, um, I have the gift of gab, as I have been told many times in my life, and so do you. So that's probably why, why we have this, like, I pray, I don't ever want to be in any legal setting ever, but sometimes I think about if I ever had to filibuster and like, how long could I really go for? Oh. And I think it would be a long time. I think I would probably take them, it would be housewives or Bravo. <laughs> like I probably would take them through the life story of every single person who's ever been on Bravo. That would be wild. I would be the there I probably know them. the most. Yeah. What would you filibuster about? I think it would be probably like an hour of stand up and then some storytelling. And then I would probably start just gossiping. Yeah. <laughs> like, not just about I could probably fill six hours on Bravo. One year for my birthday, my girlfriends don't watch Bravo. And we were like in an Uber drunk. And they were like, okay, Danielle, we're going to give you five minutes to talk about your favorite housewife and it was the best gift they could have ever given i was like they just stared at me like i can't believe the things that you're talking about and that you know so i have no idea what you're talking about that's like my friend michelle uh she doesn't watch housewives but my friend dennis and erica do 
And so, like, when Salt Lake City had just come out, like, we had all gotten together for, like, an outdoor pandemic barbecue. And, like, it was all we could talk about. And, like, it, like just describing to, <laughs> to her and her being like, wait a minute. So she has a picture with Jesus? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Of, oh my, one of my friend's moms is a huge Housewives fan and follows my account. And every time I see her, she corners me for a solid 20 minutes Sounds like just to talk Housewives. Minutes. And I, I, she's always like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I love this. I rarely get to talk about this. So we, we know there's an instant vibe. Mm-hmm. With a person when they're a Bravo fan. It you know? is the only reason why I think I want to go to BravoCon, but I'm just like, the the, the price of BravoCon makes me real anxious. I know. It really was, though, at BravoCon. Like, I was in line, and I just started chit-chatting with these people, and, and to say weird, random things and them know what you're talking about was like, True. oh, my God, this is so Like, there's no, I don't have to explain, you know, anything. Yeah. Oh, it's like... When you find a meme that you know your friend's totally going to get, and you're just like, I have to show them right away. <laughs> yes, for sure. But anyway, we should get into the episode. Yeah. We're on season three, episode two. Did you write down the name of the episode? I did not. I forgot, but it's just still Labor Day. I think it's something about the Labor Day weekend. It it's was like... Labor Day. The fact that they got two episodes out of Labor Day weekend, which is only like three days, is quite impressive. It was I mean, clearly a lot of content. It feels as though... They, like, got shot out of a cannon for season three. It was like, we are freaking ready. Jill and Bethany are fighting, and Ramona's being Ramona, and Luann just got divorced, and Kelly's going to pose nude. (laughs) Yeah, no, they they got into it. Our opening scene is Bethany and Jason meeting Ramona and Mario. And, it's and I got the vibe from them meeting that they had met before. Because Jason said yes. to Mario, like, good to see you. Yeah. So I do think they had previously mm-hmm. met, even though Bethany pulls her whole life. I've been on a tour and in love. They they have met, which I thought was that interesting. Was interesting. No, they also are literally meeting right after Lou and Bethany's drink. Oh my god, is that the same day? I don't think I realized that. So it's the night after. Like, she's like, guess what I was doing? And, like, it's just like, wait, like, and, like, Ramona immediately is like, well, Lou and I got into a fight, too. (laughs) Yes, they start talking about the boat. Um, As a refresher, they were on a yacht in the previous episode, and um, the big drama with Luana Ramona right now is that Mario, under his breath, at a polo vet, called her countless. But he didn't say it to her. He just mumbled it. Doesn't excuse it, but it's better than him looking at her and saying it. But, like, Ramona comes out just so freaking hot. And she's just, like, she lands on a rage, okay? She was, I was verbally raped. And I was just yes. like, Wow. She is talking wow. <laughs> a mile a minute in this scene, and this is when I, not to accuse anyone of anything, where I'm just like, ooh, how? Where does this energy, like this, are you an Adderall or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just get the vibes. It's You can just see the side of remote. Like, and she could be. Lots of people take it. Maybe it's prescribed. I don't know. Yeah. I shouldn't make such assumptions. But she is, she's going crazy. I also, did you find the couch set up they were on super uncomfortable and yes. weird? 
They were, it was one of those couches where, like, it just seemed like no, there was no good angle where people could look at each other and talk. Yeah, it was, like, a long couch where the back was too far away, so you couldn't lean back, so you had to, like, hunch forward, and it was just super, it was, like, only if you're super drunk would you not be bothered by such a couch setup, and I don't think they were in this moment. They definitely were Then I think they did get drunk because they were, it was, like, a turned into, like, a club they were at. Well, it looked like they were in a VIP area because they also had um, their own bottle of Patron. True, which true. Which was interesting. They probably like, were. Ramona, like, straight up showed it to the camera. And I was like, okay, Patron shack girls grown up. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to pride myself in college on getting the VIP section at the club. It was like, how that am I going to do it? It was pretty easy. Pretty girl. Big boobs. Pretty easy to get in. But... Um, the best, the best yeah, VIP section best. I ever got into was in Atlantic City with my mm-hmm. girlfriends. We did not care for VIP and what was involved. Mm-hmm. We were at a club that had nowhere to sit except if you were VIP or the toilet. Like literally, kept going to the bathroom because <laughs> my feet hurt. So we, I would just go up to this random, like it was like kind of like on the outside of like mm-hmm. the dance floor, and I just went up to this random thing, and I was like, I have a question for your group. I was like, I don't want any drinks. I don't want any of your food. I was like, can I just sit on your couch for five minutes? And they were like, actually, we're leaving. You can take our booth and we're leaving our alcohol. And they left. And me and my three girlfriends inherited their VIP booth with the chairs and their alcohol and drinks. And they paid for everything. It wasn't like they left us with the bill. And yeah, that was at like some club in Atlantic City. That's and it was magic. I know. It was, I really was not trying. Like we no, were just, I don't just... know, maybe we were like 26, 27. Like, yeah. We were still young. I mean, we were out till like five in the morning, but like in our heels, you just need to sit for a minute. And there was literally zero seats in this club. I do believe that a woman's power between like the ages of like 19 and 27, no matter what you look like, you're pretty much sexy to a man because you're that age. (laughs) <laughs> and like you just say <laughs> your Atlantic age Atlantic City it was dark you know yeah you say that like. age and like any man will do anything for you <laughs> yeah yeah um, but uh, but yeah they yeah. hit up the dance floor in this club and it makes me really sad because Mario like so well matches Ramona's energy yeah like, they just have such good vibes and I'm just like what were you like if he did not cheat I truly believe they'd still be happily oh, married today like he really like she I don't think her head was turned forever for a second with him. No, she really enjoyed being with him and she really cared about him. And I think you're right. Their energies matched. I think they're such a good match. Like, I don't even love him. Like, I think he's a POS sometimes and so is she. But when you see them together, like when I'm forgetting what my thought was when they ended up separating. Mm hmm. But seeing this, it's, like, shocking that yeah. they did not work out. Because I don't – you don't get any, like, well – like, you know, when you watch, like, early seasons of, of Beverly Hills with, like, Adrian and Paul, you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. But I don't – they are yeah. so in sync. And I'm just like, Mario, you idiot. Yeah. No, and the – he's also an idiot for what he said to Count Countess Luann. And I do like that Bethany – was straight up with Ramona. She was like, the countless thing wasn't cool. She no, like, no. And that was, like, actually a very nice thing for Bethany to say. Like, you know, you, you know it wasn't right. Like, that was kind of nice of her to call out for, like, the way Bethany's been treated and this season and the way she's treating others. I was like, all 
Sorry, Bethany. That was very good. That's how we should treat people. Yeah, agree. Um, but yeah, just enjoy watching. I love like I can't picture them now getting a camera crew into like a club in the way that I feel like early New York they seem to be able to. Well, it's also get like a club in the Hamptons. I mean, not yeah. like that's not a thing. But still, but... I could see that being a place where they would be like, absolutely not. Are you yeah. allowed to film in here? Um. Beth, uh, Ramona also talks to Jason for a second, and, like, she's like, I'm mellow. I'm just so <laughs> mellow. Don't you, don't you notice how different and mellow I am? And it's just like, like, Jason's like, yeah, Ramona, I was gonna say. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. words right out of my mouth. <laughs> because Bethany to- is talking fast, of course, and that's why yeah. she's like, she talks so fast. I'm so mellow. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you're... You're a fucking joint on a Friday night, Ramona. <laughs> like, come on. She's a slow Sunday morning. Exactly. And a bad person. And then we go to the complete opposite. We go to quiet Luann's house in the Hamptons. Yes. That Which, beautiful This was home. interesting. She said she moved to the Hamptons. Yes. So she's living there full time? Yep. Confusing, because then I'm like, did they sell the townhouse? Did he kick her no, out of the townhouse? I think she lost the townhouse. In, in the, the divorce. divorce, I think he gave her the Hamptons house. Interesting, which you would think he wouldn't do because of their children. Like, I'm like, where did they go to school? She's living full time well, in the he Hamptons. Stayed in, he stays in the house and he lets them stay in the house. That's what I'm saying. Did he, he got the townhouse and mm-hmm. he still has it in the, he's also like never around though. So Lord knows. And the kids are a bit older at this point, but yeah, yeah I just thought it was very, it's very like skated over as mm-hmm. if like it's not a huge deal that she's living three hours away from New York City permanently. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, confusing. It's and it's like, it's just, I think Countess Luann knows how to paint with a palette of poo. Like, she really makes it seem like, what a gift 24 7 in the Hamptons. Everyone yeah. wants it. And it's like, no, mm. come September, you're not going to be happy you're living out there yeah. full time. Those houses, a lot of those houses are beautiful, those homes, but a lot of them are not built with heat. <laughs> like, yeah, well, no, no, people don't live there. I mean, people yeah. live there year-round, but not people in her community Yeah, probably don't live there year-round. And there um, are, but, like, I think a lot of them are, like, even when they say year-round, they're not there all the time. Yeah, her social circle and what we know Lou likes to do is not going to vibe in the Hamptons past, past no. this Labor Day weekend. Definitely uh, not. But that was but, it. Rosie comes to visit the house. There was literally, like, nothing much else there. Um, uh, I liked and then, seeing the Rosie reunion. And also, it was really weird that Victoria broke both of her arms falling out a window. Oh, she was 100% trying to sneak out of the house. Like, without a doubt, <laughs> yes. in my mind. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, fell off a balcony or something while her uncle was watching her. And she 100% was trying to sneak out of her balcony at yeah. night. And I think the nice part about that Rosie reunion is that she tells, she has her own, like, confessional. She goes to the camera, and she's just like, Miss Luann is hurting. Like, I I know she seems so tough, but, like, I know that she's, she misses the count, and she's sad, and I, I'm glad to be there for her. And it was really nice to hear that because I'm like oh this is someone that actually like knows Luann and we are actually getting like the most Luann probably insight from her housekeeper and uh 
justice for Rosie. I think she's amazing. I, I know. Also, I hope she's doing well in life. I hope that if she is doing well, no matter what, no one says, I'm glad you kept the weight off. Because <laughs> that's oh my God, that was I the know. worst part. Mm. It was like, mm. as they're walking out, like the end of the scene is Louis just like, and you kept the weight off. Like, yeah. Girl. I guess. <sighs> I, it's always tricky to. I don't appreciate that, Miss Lady. Uh, yeah, not great. But then we go to a meal I never thought could happen, which was <laughs> Ramona, Simon, Alex, and Mario, who all meet up. And even Mario and Simon are like in these matching like salmon colored outfits. God, this was such a busy Labor Day weekend. How yeah, the hell did they fit all of this in? They were wearing white blazers and salmon colored collared shirts. They both looked very good in it, though. I actually was very excited. I wrote in all caps, Simon, and then I drew a heart, and then I wrote, yay. <laughs> like, I apparently really miss Simon. Um, Are you okay? That you wrote that? Yeah. No, I think it was just nice to see them together. And, like, I don't know. I was excited to see Alex and Simon. And I love that... Alex gave Simon a line that would make Ramona love him. She told Simon to say, like, Ramona, like, you look just like a young Cameron Diaz. <laughs> like, the way Ramona swooned and, like, yep. talked for five seconds at a time, like, a thousand words about no, how so it was true. Ramona is in shock that her and Simon are getting along. She says that, I think, in one of her confessionals, just like, I could never thought this would happen, but I kind of am liking him now, mm. which I think happens so often on these shows where not, they, the people never take the time to get to know each other. So then they go based off of first impressions and then they have a fight and then they fight for like the whole season and a half. And then they actually get to know mm. each other and they're like, oh, I like you. Yep. It's like a Crystal and Sutton, Beverly Hills. They didn't yes. know each other. Yeah. So it was easy to fight. And then... They did get to know each other. It was like, oh my God, wait, we get along so well. It's like, yeah, yes, we have well, to get to know. Yeah, you have to get to know. Not that I think Simon or Ramona would ever be best say, friends. Like, they also don't have saying, a lot in common. I don't think they have as many issues as they could, like, yeah. they could be fine as well. But then Ramona is just like, wait a minute, did I invite you to my party on Monday? Knowing full well she did not invite them. I, I know she was just like, because she, she even tells us, she's like, I was getting along with them, so I decided maybe I'll just invite them to the party. <laughs> yeah, which I, it makes sense. She wouldn't have invited them, I guess, prior to getting along with mm -hmm. them, or like maybe she wanted to see like what the vibes were. Yeah, we're gonna be like. Um, and it wasn't a huge yeah, party, so it makes sense why she was like, "Let's see how we get along." Yeah, and then doesn't Mario? He does call Luann finally while they're together, and says like leaves a yeah. voicemail saying sorry or something. It feels really Mean Girls sleepover though. He's like, "Ooh, I'll call her," and then he's just like, "Hey, like, uh, we're having the party. You know about it. Uh, I'm gonna be there. We can talk." And it's like, mm. and I I do think that. Jill, when she hears the message, and we'll get to that later, but, like, she's just like, he said, bring it on. And I was like, kind of. Yeah, I mean, Mario was just pulling a classic. I did something wrong, and I just refused to apologize, so I'm just going to keep yeah. doubling down on it. Exactly. It's really, it's, it's just a constant double down. It's very clear he shouldn't have done that, and he's just not going to admit it. And to me, it's a, cla like, a classic male 
someone's telling me what to do, so I'm not going to do it just for that sense, mm -hmm. even if it's the wrong thing, because I don't listen. No one can tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. the way men can think sometimes. Oh, He's yeah. come to the conclusion on his own. But oh, man. we funny. see Jill and Lou listen to the, the voicemail, and then mm -hmm. Jill, being the fixer, is like, I'm going to call Ramona. I'm going to call Ramona, and we're going to figure this out. Because I don't want to go without you. If you're not feeling comfortable, I don't want to go. And This is actually where I had to pause this episode, mm -hmm. because this fight, I was having a stressful day, and this fight stressed me out even more, and this is where I had to pause it. This was like probably yeah. one of the most stressful fights I feel like we've seen on this show. Like it's rare that I have to stop watching, but this mm -hmm. was very unplanned is what I think. Because yeah, there was well, no camera on Ramona, which exactly. tells me that this was. This was Jill literally being like, well, let me call and tell her that I'm not going to come unless Mario apologizes. Mm -hmm. And Jill did not realize either that it was going to spark the flame that it did. Because basically, she's just like, I won't go unless Mario apologizes to Lou. And it's just Ramona screaming. Screaming. Jill is screaming as well. Ramona screams and says, Luann has been a slut the whole time she's been married. Which I wrote that line down in all caps. Yeah. That I could not believe she said that. Yeah. And then and Jill is just trying so hard to stand up for Lou, but uh, she's not a, great in battles, Jill. So it wasn't going in her direction. I think also, especially against Ramona, when Ramona felt attacked because of the call, because it was like, here's an ultimatum. You don't give Ramona ultimatums. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, it was also just. I don't think she realized that she was on speaker and Jill realized that. And Jill was so like, oh, my God, I'm basically setting Ramona up to get into an even worse fight with Lou that I don't I think wonder, she could pedal back. <laughs> did Ramona even know that they were filming when she called her? You know? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, And I think that's what Jill's realizing is like, fuck, this went way worse than I thought it would. Yeah. Yeah, like, at no point does she say we're filming. They're not FaceTiming. No, and so. she doesn't really say, like, I'm on speaker with Lou here. Yeah. So. It was very, and, and if you go and put anything on from this episode, it was a very intense and very, I felt, real fight of Ramona real. flipping out. And then it's even creepy to a point because then we get Lou after the fight and she was just like, I was, I was pleased with Jill's loyalty. And I, I was know. like, Ugh, I did not like that. That was gross. That creeped um, me out, man. Yeah, I agree. And then they started talking about Lou starts telling Jill about her drinks with Bethany. So then we get on the Bethany of it all, <laughs> which is great because Lou goes, I talk, I had drinks with Bethany, and she goes, I didn't know. <laughs> Immediately, it's just like, which, why I'm didn't you tell them? Like Lou and Jill, you're all BFF, and you don't send her a text and say I'm meeting Bethany for mm -hmm. drinks, like. Very interesting. I yeah. thought that she did not tell her prior. Um, and Jill really says it will never be the same with them. They both have major resentments on each other. Like, they got a lot of issues. I wrote, Jill says the only thing that matters is dogs. Well, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. I just really like, there's so much dog action 
and pet action and it just every time there's a dog on screen it makes me happy that's that's all i'm trying to say no there are like i think the every housewife for the most part most housewives have dogs i think like besides sutton and dina it's pretty much dog city i feel like jersey has the least amount of dogs well, Teresa had all those dogs, but they were kept outside because she Lord was scared of them. Lord knows what happens to dogs. But didn't um, she, like, get a puppy at some point, and then it, like, disappeared? Oh, um, it was like the Kardashians. They always had animals, and you never know what happened to them. Um, um, also, Paris Hilton. I want somebody to check in on her, do- her and her dogs. Her I, dogs live a life of luxury. I know I, that like, they... Do they? I'm worried. I feel like they're no, always they a different one that she's holding. I don't know. Just, like... Bark twice if you're okay. <laughs> no, she, her dogs are, are, they're good, like, okay. for sure. I do also like that they're not all foo-foo dogs. Like, a lot of housewives have all different types of dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, big do- you know, as a fellow big dog owner, I always get really excited when what I see other big dogs. you got against little dogs? <laughs> Nothing, but I just feel like you would think, like, rich people would only have little dogs. And I love how Kyle's house is just, like, oh, yeah. a chaos of dogs. You've got Archie with Shannon Bedore. Mm-hmm. He's a big golden. Uh, Erica Jane has a really sweet dog that she's had a really long time. Spiga or something? What is that? Yeah, something like that. And he's a big dog. You know who else has a big dog? Is that Lala from Vanderpump. Oh. When everyone else had the little dog, she had, like, a really big dog, yeah. Well, I have a 10-pound mutt, and I love her. Yes, I love all shapes and sizes. Same. But I just don't now, want, as a single woman, I'm not carrying a 70-pound dog when it's sick. That's... <laughs> LOL. You think I can carry Remy? He's 90 pounds. Exactly. That's why you're getting married. Or that's why you're married. You're getting married. <laughs> I think mom strength would take over in a dire situation if I needed to lift him. But yeah. I have not lifted him. He doesn't really like to meet. Derek can pick him up, but we he doesn't like to be picked up. Meanwhile, my dog uh, would be like, can you just, can I just live in your arms? <laughs> um, then we go to dinner with Jason and Bethany, and yeah. I don't even want to talk about this dinner, because it just, they just give me the ick. Like, they're like in that, like, two honeymoon lovey-dovey. They're in the love bubble, and it's yeah, like. Yeah, I think they say love bubble. Does she say that in this episode or the next episode? I don't know, but it's like, it's. It's scary to me because I'm just like, please never let somebody make me so unaware of who I am when I'm with yeah. them. Because even when she's saying like, again, it's the whole like, you can have, I can have it all. Like, I shouldn't be yeah, able to have it all. Yeah, she said to have it all again, which, ugh, I just hate that. And they just say they're in big and they're just so in love. And it's just really hard because even during it, you're like, are you? I don't know. Her whole relationship is an Instagram post that has a really long caption. And I have a theory <laughs> that if you have the longer the caption, the worse the relationship. Oh my God, Danielle, that's like, so If you good. never post your significant other, you are joyfully happy. That's what I think. That's a really, you know, thinking about my friends and their relationships. I can see that <laughs> if you see a long instagram caption i would love a poll on this you see a long instagram caption in my opinion divorce within a year probably right. is we'll coming. use this and put the poll there okay. yeah yeah i mean or like whenever they're like marriage is hard oh, yeah. but or we've been through it or or oh, like every day we work to make it <laughs> reeks of divorce to me 
Sometimes I'm like, do people think I'm not married to Derek anymore? Because I can literally. You don't post any photos of him. No, I mean, I don't post much on my personal. Yeah. I think I've posted like six times in the last year. Um, but yeah, the, the less you post, like, I think it's funny that everyone was like freaking out about pay. I, I think the only time that it's like iffy is if you were a couple who used to post each other a lot mm-hmm. and then you stop posting. True. But then you have to readjust like Paige and Craig. Everyone was freaking out because she yeah. did used to post a lot. Now they stopped. But I think they realized like, this is a, we need to stop posting. Well, because so they looked at uh, Carl and Lindsay, just like every five seconds, their love is like selling Downy Ultra Fresh or some shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Yeah. So, but. Um, anyway, it's that's a just, summer it's house. Thing. At the dinner. The dinner just is all about how sexy they are and how in love they are. And barf, um, barf, barf. And then yeah, we go to Ramona. <laughs> then we, yeah, we go to Ramona. And can I tell you, I'm obsessed with the food that she's serving at this party. Yeah, I was like, Ramona, can you actually cook? <laughs> she can actually cook. Remember, she's got this chicken that she always, like, makes. I, remember I just remember her, like, it because in later seasons, there'll be a vibrator in it. I knew you were going to say the vibrator <laughs> thing. But I just love how, like, it's so casual. Like, I think of the Beverly Hills when they call it a barbecue, and it's, like, oh, this whole catered yeah. to do. And it's not, and she's literally just got, like, Tostitos and salsa and baby carrots. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's what I want when I go to a barbecue. Yep. Like, I don't want fancy. Like, if I come and there's not French onion dip, I'm going to be sad. God, now I want French onion dip. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry. In, like in COVID, when we didn't get to have parties for so long and they finally started happening, and like the thing I miss the most is party food. Like I was like, Fair. oh my God, I haven't had Doritos. Or like things that yeah. you only have yeah. when you go to someone's house. And I just love that it was like very casual. It looked like she made all the food. And I think she, it just, I like that. That's a thing that I have always liked. I like when you see them grounded like that in a sense. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I think also it's funny because she's, like, freaking out about how if she has enough food. And, like, Avery's just like, it's eight people. Calm down. Yeah, but I get it. I freak out every time anyone's. Oh, are you kidding me? Same. Yeah, planning for food, you always have to, like, it's. It's, it's a, it definitely takes a skill, and I'm always for more is better, as most people are. Like, the last thing if you're hosting a party you want to do is run out of food, that would sacrilegious to do such a thing i think uh also talking about food is jill lou and the kids which is actually like for like an impromptu party that they put together because they decide they're not going to go to ramona's i thought it was really sweet seeing the kids in the kitchen helping like make the barbecue stuff it seemed really nice and like again it was like (laughs) yeah it was like very um realistic that they were all together and so then uh, Kelly comes in, and she's, like, super serious mm-hmm. to Lou. She's like, I, I really need to talk to you. It's, like, we, we have to do it before lunch. And, of course, Lou is like, but the steaks are ready, dear. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, like, does it really have to be before lunch? Like, I want to serve lunch. It's hot. <laughs> and, like. You know what? I'm like that, too, though. When people don't eat food when it's hot, I get very, like. Well, and I'm sure she probably had it planned out like you do when you're serving a meal and you tell somebody to come at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Kelly was late and they've been making this food. They were about to throw the steaks on. That takes like five minutes. And then they were going to eat right away. So she's like, the steak has touched the grill, bitch. Talk quick. Like, <laughs> and, so, and her big news is that she is going to be in Playboy. 
the 40th anniversary of Playboy, and immediately they're just like, what about the kids? Her and Jill are just like, what do your kids think? And I'm like, they're, they don't think. Like, they're so young. Also, Jill is just, uh, sometimes her, like, prudish ways just irk me. Yes. Um, it made me laugh also when they were like, she's an inspiration to women over 40. I'm like, she's 41. She's barely over 40. Yes, let's keep saying that 41 is barely over 40. I'm 41. Who's meant, I, I, I don't know, it's just like a silly way to put it. I'm like, you mean this person who's been a model for 20 plus years is an inspiration? I'm like, it's not like she like... Yeah. She's still modeling, she so just, whatever. But like, she, she's not like me. Like, I just turned 41, and all of a sudden, Playboy's like, you know what, Sue? Yeah. Take that top off. <laughs> also, like, you know I have a girl crush on Kelly. Like, she, mm-hmm. it, it looks wise. Like, she, yeah. she's so stunning. It's ridiculous. Um, My favorite part, though, ever. can I just say, I love that Jill's like, I don't want to be judgmental. And I wrote, but you are. You <laughs> You're are. You're being Everyone judgmental. Is. But this, I'm not. Go, go get it, girl. Are you kidding me? Um I love also that with Kelly doing the cover, her ex-husband is the one who's going to take the photo. Oh, I didn't realize that was her ex. Yeah, I forget if she said that or if I looked it up later when I was watching it. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. And we find out the greatest thing ever, which was that Luann was on the cover of Playgirl. Yes. Who she very quickly went into her house and found the saved cover of this. Like, she didn't take out a a smartphone and Google it. She had the paper. She had it. She had it. I told you that I thought the guy she was posing was Billy Ray Cyrus. It was not. I looked it up. It definitely was. just a model. But she looks great in it. I mean, you don't see a lot of Lou. You see a lot of the man, which is what the point of the magazine is. Yeah, yeah. But I think Lou's a... I can't remember if she said in this moment or if it was later when they were talking about saying, like, good for her. I wouldn't do it. But also no one's approached me. I'm like, bitch, you would have fucking done it in two seconds. Oh, she also goes on and is just like, I mean, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to be topless. I was married to a European. <laughs> yeah, you know. Jill would never do it, but Lou would. I would. Please. I also know people who are married to Europeans that would not be cool with them posing topless. Yeah, that, so. doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. There's also um, a really cute scene with Bobby and Oh, yeah. He calls himself the barbecue king. Um, but then he also talks about how he collected, like, every Playboy magazine. And he has From all of them, like, in his mother's basement. 1969 to 1998. They're all in my brother, my mother's basement. And Jill's just, like, probably not in great condition if they're down there. And he's like, no, yeah. I visit them. That was my favorite. Like, he's like, I visit them and I check in on them. I just, he's just so precious. He just gives the vibes of, like, I'm just happy to be here, you know? like Totally. He is just, so, uh, he was so in love with life. I loved Bobby. So then they start talking just quickly about Ramona's party. We find out Kelly was never invited to Ramona's party. I'm not shocked. No, no. They don't, they have no relationship. Um, so then we go back to Ramona's party, and it's a total of eight people. Mm-hmm. So it's Bethany, Jason, Ramona, Mario, Alex, and Simon, and some other couple. random couple who Ramona just loves to. How was when they're like with production back then? Were they just like cool with her bringing anyone onto camera? I feel like Ramona was very pushy about trying to get people in the entire time for herself. Yeah. Like, I think That's... since day one, we see Ramona trying to get her friends on camera. And they're like, you can try, but, like, no one really sticks. I mean, no one has brought more 
different friends on camera, probably in the entirety of Housewives, said yeah. Ramona. Ramona rolls deep. Ramona's, yeah. Ramona's got, got 50 friends. Of, 50 friends. You know what, though? I kind of believe it because we've seen all of them from the beginning. So I don't think she's BSing yeah. us. Because... No, it's, it actually tracks more now. Yeah. She's not wrong. Is she close with 50 people? No. But does she know 50 100%. people? 100%. Yeah. Um, so Bethany shows up with skinny girl and an ice bucket. Um, yeah, remember we weren't sure like where it was at. So obviously the drink is fully out now because yeah. you see it. And then she does mention she was on her book tour. So that means the first book was also out. Yeah. Because I remember we weren't sure where in the skinny girl branding timeline we were. <laughs> and Bethany like immediately wants to know who else is coming. And then Ramona says Alex is and like, Bethany's kind of just like, well, I didn't use Alex's logo, which is something else we were wondering about. Like, mm-hmm. how, how does that end up happening? Yeah, I remember we talked about it in season two of like, did she get royalties? But it was a different logo. I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't think Alex thought it was that big a deal either because she's like kind of immediately just like, yeah, you didn't want something that looked like you. Like, she seems almost shocked that Bethany's even bringing this up. She's, she's appreciative like, of it. Yeah, it she's is like, nice. you admitted it. That's cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice that uh, Bethany acknowledges it. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with her doing that. But Alex seems, I think she, what Alex says, the only thing that irked her was not about the logo, but it was the way Bethany talked about it, I yes. guess. And I, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think that was yeah. shitty because she really loved it at first. And now she doesn't, and she's, like, talking shitty about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's still a little eh, but good, yeah. to, good to clear the air. Um, so. Oh, well, then, so then they start talking about Jill. They're all eating at mm-hmm. Ramona's, and they start talking about Jill. And Bethany says she doesn't get why Jill can't be happy for her, and Bethany's getting very upset. And then Ramona's random friend, whose name I did not even write down, Chimes in, says she's known Jill for 15 years, and that Jill is very upset by the whole thing, and she starts just defending Jill. And Bethany, in her little confessional, goes, I have no idea who this is. Is this woman the caterer? Like, who the hell are you? I've never even met you. Which is confusing, because I'm like, if you, I don't know who it's more confusing, the person who's claiming to know Jill for 15 years, mm-hmm. or Bethany not knowing Jill's friend of 15 years. So the woman's friends name with Ramona, who she's like never met, is Jennifer. Because I like, okay. had to go back and be like, "Who is this blonde lady?" Um, I, I, it's totally weird, and it's just like, "Who are you, and what are you saying?" Um, but the the thing that Bethany also harkens back to when she's talking about Jill is that she's like, um, "I can't, I couldn't pay my rent." She says this a couple of times, talking about the time. Her time with her during her friendship with Jill, which I find very interesting because I'm just like, you were just, is this the same thing as I was homeless? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you were probably just between homeless, not toothless. <laughs> well, <laughs> but like, she was probably just between checks. She probably was yeah. getting the money. And like, maybe she would be a little rent. But like, I can't imagine at this point. Because, like, by second or third season, you've negotiated and you've made money. And, like, she sold a book. She was on tour. And you sold, like, and you're selling, like, Skinny Girl. Like, I know the money doesn't come immediately. 
But she, like, what are you doing that you can't yeah. afford rent? I don't know. It was confusing. I, yeah, I call a little bit of bullshit there. Agree, um, agree. So, Bethany is saying that Jill's a hypocrite. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just more of that. So, then Alex and Simon try to leave to go to yes. Luann's. And Ramona and Mario, like, freak out about her trying to leave. Mario says they have to pick a team, yeah. pressuring them to stay. They call it classless and tacky that she was invited to go to Luann's. Alex decides she's going to stay, and she calls Jill to say it's too weird to leave and go to Luann's, and she apologizes. Jill says she understands. But then I love that Jill is being such a gossip. She's like, tell me everything that's been discussed at the party. Um, and Alex, she gives her a little, but yeah. not much. She she does a good job of, like, not, you know, she doesn't lie about anything, but she also doesn't she's over-exaggerate a, or make it dramatic. She's a great double agent. She's doing she's doing good. <laughs> that's the role I would want to play yeah. if I was on Housewives. I would be the, I get along with everyone, but I'm in the know on everything, and everyone likes me. <laughs> no one fights with me, but I get to watch everybody else fight. Who said it's all about Eve meets Cruella DeVille at a party? I don't know. I didn't write that line down. I think that might have been Bethany. I don't know. That sounds like a Bethany line. It was just really weird that I was like, what is that line? I um, don't know. But Mario's just like stirring the pot by asking who, what team are you on to? Yeah, he's a little he's a little shitster, Mario. That we know. But uh, I thought it was funny because they it ends on Jill and Lou being like, Alex forgot to take the Ramona pill to like <laughs> <laughs> to be able to to fight her off. But that was the episode. I think that great episode. This season just keeps giving and like. The thing that I wrote is I was just like, I can't believe this was so good and we still haven't gotten to Sonia Morgan. I know. I know. And that this is only episode two. There's already been like seven fights and this all happened over the course of... Of like two or three days. Two or three days of Labor Day weekend. Like we haven't even scratched the surface of season three yet. I will say though, I felt like when, especially when I lived in New York City, I felt like I had like 20 days in a day. Sometimes. I feel like it's very easy to live a, a life of like, run, especially because you're like around so many people and there's like so many ways to get around two people that you can do a lot. Yeah. I do try to limit my activities though per day. So these days, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Or weekend. Like if I do something on Saturday, I do not want to do something Ooh. on Sunday. Like to have yeah. two things in one weekend. No. I hate um, that. My sister's always trying to get me to do that. And I'm like, no, no, no. A couple of weeks ago, when this comes out at least, I um, I went out with friends and we like celebrated a birthday and then they were like, and then it, we went to drag brunch and then they were like, and then we'll go pregame for the tailgate for the Eagles game. And I was just like, you guys are going to go tailgate an 8 p.m. game. And I was like, and then we're, but we're starting at 11 you kids have fun. I will be asleep by 11. <laughs> like, I was just... It's not even the all-day partying. I think it's just the traffic by the stadium and, like, oh, the thought yeah. of no, taking the subway from the stadium is just, like... 
The thing that I love about Philly is they're extremely passionate about sports. The thing that scares the crap out of me about Philly is that they're so extremely passionate about sports. And I'm just like, yes. if this game doesn't go well, the city's going to burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a very, very possible thing. Anyway. But yeah, that's it for the episode. Loved love it. New York. No, no notes. No notes. Just so keep good. Keep coming, ladies. I can't wait to keep watching. I don't remember any of this. So this is all basically like watching it new for the first time. And it's interesting because I think we talked so much about in season one and two about the demise of Bill and like seeing it. It's like this does make sense. And I feel like we were like, there's no way it will ever make sense. Yeah. (laughs) I knew they fell apart, but I had no memory of how and when and all the things. So we're just scratching the surface of that one. Just starting. That's for sure. <laughs> Oops, sorry, guys. I got an email. I forgot to turn my emails off. Oh, I didn't hear it, so maybe they didn't okay. hear it. That's well, possible. Going to go right, answer well, that email. Until <laughs> next time, we love you. Please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all the things. And... Subscribing is really important, so that way you download every episode. Because that's good for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.